0: You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me, and I want to talk to you today about something that I'm experiencing in my own life. It's really an ongoing process, and so I believe that when we're finished today, you'll say, Pastor, well, I'm experiencing the same thing. And uh, we all know we love God. I, I don't think our love for God is questioned, and we want to serve the Lord, but... Uh, there are there are those seasons boy where the enemy will come and begin to try to cause you to doubt God or the existence of God and um, you know over the years of serving the Lord there's been times where I've come to the Lord and I have just told our said man I'm in a battle I I need something from you and I've prayed many times God let me hear the audible voice of the Lord or Lord Jesus let me see you come and appear to me or let me see an angel and I believe in these things because I know over the decades in the past and even centuries that have gone by we have the accounts of people that have had divine encounters with the Lord and and if you're not careful you start feeling like if I could just hear an audible voice or if I could just see God um then I would believe more my faith would it would just be easier for me and so what happens is the enemy will will trick us into trying to authenticate the existence of God from our five senses and it just doesn't work and so when you go back and you think about us as human beings uh, you know we we live in a body uh, we have a soul and and we are a spirit and so um, it's we navigate life with our five senses, whether it's uh, taste, touch, smell, our sight, or our hearing. That's how we process life. And yet, you you can't process God with your five senses. And when I was thinking about this, and I went back and did a little of, of study, and you can find a lot of verses that, that uh, back this up, but I, God deals with our five, 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 our five senses in the spirit realm. Uh, he deals with, with taste. In um, Psalms 34 and 8, it says, O taste and see that the Lord is good. So there is a spiritual sense of taste uh in the book of acts chapter 17 in verse 27 it talks about that we are to feel after god well he's not talking about literally putting our hands on a physical being but again he mirrors the natural sense of touch he says in the spirit realm there is a spiritual sense to where you can feel after god or you touched god in john chapter 6 and verse 35 uh, it deals with smell and um, jesus said this in john he said i am the bread of life and especially in the old testament uh, there is a phrase that's used and it's called the bread of his presence and it's unmistakable when you walk into a house or a restaurant and somebody is baking bread. You can smell it. You instantly, you know what that is. Somebody is baking bread because there is uh, the smell. What's well, it's the same thing in the spirit. The Bible talks about this, that when you get in the presence of the Lord, there is a spiritual sense to where you can smell the presence of God. Not with your natural sense, but your spirit man has that sense of smelling the presence of God. Um, in Ephesians chapter 1, and verse 18, it deals with another one of our natural senses. It mirrors it, and it's the eyes. You know, you and I, we process so much life with the eyes, with our sight, And yet the Bible says that there is for the spirit man, there is another sense in the spirit that mirrors the natural one. And he talks about, he says, the eyes of your understanding. And so the Lord, uh, the last sense that we have in the natural is our hearing. Boy, when you hear something, immediately you'll whirl around or you immediately process what you've heard and your brain tells you what that is. But God also mirrors the natural sense of the natural man to the spirit realm, and uh, in Revelations twelve or two and seventeen, and I'm not sure, but I think it says that about every every church that John writes to, it says, "He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say unto the church." So, the natural man has five senses, but your spirit man also has those five senses, but they are experienced by the spirit man. And whenever you are trying to process God through your natural man, you wind up discouraged. You know, you, you, most of us are not going to hear the audible voice of God. It, I'm not telling you won't, but I'm just saying that if you need Signs from God that your natural senses can discern. You're going to wind up being disappointed. So we'll say, Pastor, how how do I get through these seasons to where my belief in God is challenged? And you know, we as human beings, uh, we we need to see it, or we need to hear it, we need to touch it in order to believe in it. But that, that's not the way God exists. Uh, in the book of John, the fourth chapter, it says this. It says, God is a spirit. All right. You cannot take two natures that are opposite and have them come into harmony or a symphony of agreement. Because they're, op- they're opposite. And I, I want to read a verse to you. This is in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. It says, But the natural man, all right? The natural man is the one that operates by your taste, your touch, your smell, your sight, and your hearing. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him neither can he know them. So what he's saying here, he says, in the natural realm, you will never receive things from God because your, your natural man cannot receive them because he's natural and God is a spirit. And this verse ends by saying this, for they are spiritually discerned. So, for you to walk in victory, for you to walk in great faith, you have to come to a place that when you fellowship with God, it is not your natural man that you're trying to bring into fellowship with the Spirit of God. God is a spirit. And the rest of this verse says this if God is a spirit, The Father seeketh seeketh such to what? Worship him, how? In spirit and in truth. So all of us, and me included, we have to get past this point of where the only way we have faith and the only way that we are excited about God is somehow our natural senses have discerned him. They can't. You can't see God. um, I think it's in 1 in Peter 1 and 8. Peter talks about this. He says, We love God whom we have not seen. Remember what Jesus told? And I think it was Thomas. He said, Thomas, blessed are you because having seen you believe. Remember Thomas said, Lord, I'm not going to believe unless I put my finger in your side and see your scars. What he was saying was, I can't believe in God unless one of my natural senses can authenticate the existence of God. So Jesus, in his mercy, showed him the scars. But then he said this, Blessed are those who having not seen yet believe. The only way that you will ever walk in great victory is this. Your spirit man has to be one that that fellowships with God because... He's at, the natural man is at enmity with God. They're separated. There is no possible way that your natural man can ever have fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ because God is a spirit. So, I, you know, I was, was going back and, uh, of course, the verse, I think it's four times in the Bible it says this, that you and I as believers, we walk by faith and not by sight we love him whom we have not touched. And so um, when I I had, in the middle of the night, this came to me, I woke up and I was just thinking about this podcast and it came to me. The 12 disciples, um, all of them miserably failed at Calvary. They all told the Lord we will never forsake you. That's what Peter said. He said, though every one of them deny you, yet not I. And the Bible says, likewise said all the disciples. But you have to remember that the 12 disciples started out under the law. We, 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 we don't really think about this. We think of the 12 disciples, you know, and, and they're writing. Some of them wrote the books in the New Testament, and they're there on the day of Pentecost. But that's not how they started out. Before Jesus was ever crucified, the law was in effect. And so when he calls these young men to be his disciples, they've really not gone through the new birth. And so they are, they are operating in the miraculous and they believe in Jesus Christ. Why? Because he was there with them in the flesh. They didn't have to do it by faith. They believed in the existence of Jesus because they could physically touch him. They could, he, they could hear him with these ears. They saw him with these eyes. They touched him with these hands. They could smell his raiment. So there was no faith really involved other than they believed that he was a son of God because he said he was. So they're living in a dimension to where they're walking with Christ, but they're not walking by faith. They're walking by their senses because Christ is in the flesh. The moment that Jesus leaves them or he is separated from them, okay, their senses now see Jesus arrested. They see him not being able to seemingly extricate himself from the clutches of the Pharisees and the Romans. They're seeing him being beat. Their senses tell them that it's over because it is their natural man that is processing what is happening. It is not until the day of pentecost and they are filled with the holy ghost and they become a new creation where they are now no longer processing god through their natural senses but they are they have become spirit beings they are now worshiping for god they are now living for god how in the spirit it is their spirit men that is fellowship with god and so Paul picks this up, and this is a verse a lot of people, you know, they, they overlook, but um, Paul said this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 3. Or I'm or 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 16, he says, We have known Christ after the flesh what he's referring to, and he was saying, we've been alive, we, we have seen Jesus in the flesh. And you know, a lot of us say, well, if I wouldn't have denied Christ if I had been there, you would have. Because you would have been like the disciples, they were trying to walk with God out of their five senses instead of their spirit man, and that's why they fail. And Paul says here he says we have known Christ after the flesh he said yet from now on we no longer know him after the flesh see he was gone he was resurrected he ascended into heaven so he is no longer in the earth physically but Paul said this he said we don't know him after the flesh anymore we have been born again. We are spirit men. We are spirit beings. He said, now we know him. How? By the spirit. And so, you know, I just be transparent. I, a few days ago, I was just, you know, you have those seasons where you just, you feel detached from the Lord. And, and I, you know, I was telling the Lord, I just, boy, I need something from you. And God just began to talk to my spirit. He said, son, you're gonna to have to get out of the realm that the only way you can walk in victory is if you hear my voice or you see something in the natural, you know, well, I just need a miracle. You have to worship God in your spirit, man. And the, the natural man can never come into agreement with Christ. And this is why so many Christians Don't walk in victory because they're not praying. They're not schooled in the word. You know, churches will go if it's convenient. You know, their mind isn't stayed on Christ. And so you would ask them, do you love the Lord? And and they would say out of honesty, say, yes, I love Christ. The problem is they live for God out of their senses. Their emotions rule them. And, you know, that's, you know they, they can't generate the presence of the Lord, so they have to get in a service where somebody else creates that atmosphere, and then they can weep, and then they can shout. But that's because they are being ruled by their, by their senses. If you are expecting to live victorious by what your natural senses tell you, you are going to be completely disappointed. You have to be able to develop the spirit man that you step out of the natural realm and you walk in the spirit. This is why the Bible says, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust thereof. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who walk after who, know, who who do not walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. For as many as are led by the spirit, they are the sons of God. Go back and read Romans chapter six, seven, and eight. Everything is about the spirit. What I'm what I want to impress on you is there are five senses in the spirit realm. You can still touch God. You can still hear God. You can still see God. You can still taste God. You can still smell God. Even the Bible talks about that we are a fragrance under Christ and that our prayers, hallelujah, are a sweet-smelling savor unto the Lord and that, that our lives, how we live, become a fragrance to the world. And so it's not that you no longer operate by senses, it's just that... You now operate by the five senses of your spirit, man. And when you operate by that, then God will let you see in the spirit beyond your moment. He'll let you hear the voice of God that contradicts what the enemy is saying to you. He will let you touch him. And you can feel it in the Holy Ghost. Oh my goodness, you can feel the spirit of the Lord. It's almost though you can't smell the Lord, yet... You get in his presence, and you go, what is that? Oh, that's Jesus. He's the bread of life. So I want to encourage you, ask the Lord to help you reach a place to where you don't need physical things to authenticate the existence of God, but is your spirit man. This is why it says at least four times, we walk by faith and not by sight. And so uh, the Bible ends with one verse. I love this verse. It says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war. We do not live after the flesh. I know this, my senses, then my natural senses will lie to me. this is why people get depressed, get discouraged, get disheartened, because they allow their five senses to dictate to them who God is. Don't do that anymore. Rise up in the spirit of the Lord. Ask the Holy Ghost in you. Develop my spirit, man, that I can live in harmony with the Lord. Well, I hope this has helped you today. And um, listen, I'm walking the same path you're walking. Uh, We're all flesh and blood, but we can live triumphantly in Christ. I love you, I'll see you next week.